Hello and welcome to the Feminine Millionaire Show. I'm your host, Polly Alexander. I'm a success coach, healer, creative and future millionaire. If creating money and success in a spiritual and feminine and joyful way is your goal, this show is for you. Let's all rise together. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of The Feminine Millionaire Show. I'm really excited today to have a very special guest on the show. Her name is Gul Sonmez and she's an intuitive healer and transformational coach and mindfulness trainer. Internationally renowned for her ability to channel people's past traumas and buried memories so that they can overcome anxieties, self-doubt and stressors in order to live aligned, purposeful lives. With 15 years of experience working in big multinationals like P&G, Coca-Cola and Amazon, Gul has transformed her working life by learning deep healing techniques and finding alternative solutions to her own struggles. Since then, she has used her incredible gifts to not only radically change her own life, but also the lives of hundreds of others in her one-to-one program, group courses, and mindfulness workshops. Welcome, Gul. Hi, Polly. (laughs) Thank you for such an introduction. I'm so happy to be here. I'm really happy you're here too. I'm excited to get to know you more. Now, for those of you listening, Gul and I already do know each other. She's actually worked with me as a one-to-one client and she's a graduate of Money Beautifully and a member of my Thrive Beautifully Women's Mastermind program. And during the time that she's been in Thrive Beautifully with the energy work and business mentoring, she's actually created a six-figure healing business literally from the ground up whilst working a corporate job. And I've witnessed... Girl grow during this time as a woman. I've witnessed her get married, travel the world, quit her corporate career, and create more impact, joy, and freedom as an entrepreneur and transformational expert, and do fantastic work with her clients. So I'm really excited to dive into your journey, Girl. Wow. <laughs> when, when I hear it like this, is like, wow. <laughs> It's really interesting when we hear hear ourselves in the words yeah. of others. Let's start right at the beginning. How did your healing journey begin? Actually, it's almost a decade now. My healing journey started, I think, nine years ago. Yeah, almost a decade. I was actually very doing very well with my corporate job. That time I was a group product manager at Coca-Cola. And I had a really nice life when you look from outside. <laughs> but I had to go through some serious, serious uh, injuries. And the major one that opened my eyes was actually my hand injury. Uh, so on my right hand, I couldn't use my right hand anymore. And I had to go through some surgeries. But the scientific explanation did not make any sense. <laughs> Suddenly, my right hand was blocked out of nowhere. And I had MRIs. I used different techniques. I was going to doctor over doctor and I didn't want to get a surgery because it's the right hand and I'm I'm using my right hand for everything 
That time, one of my friends actually booked a session with an um, energy healer. This is how I met this world. And I still remember she asked me one question. Your right hand is blocked. Right side is masculine energy. Do you have issues with your father or with your husband? And I remember I was so angry. I was like, how dare you? How dare <laughs> you talk to me like that? I am amazing. My husband is amazing. My father is amazing. How dare you? I remember I get so angry. I wanted to leave. But she was such a nice lady. I was like, okay, I just stay by the end of the session and I never come back again. This is how I met this world. <laughs> wow. And did you have any idea at this point that there was a journey opening up or were you just literally in the moment? No, I had no idea. To be honest, for I worked with this lady for two years. She was doing Reiki and she teach me Reiki. She made me a Reiki master. She was always saying, you need to be, you need to teach these things to the others. And I was like, this is not my calling. Thank you. I have a corporate job, which I love, which I'm successful. Um, this is not my calling, but I realized that I can use whatever I learn on myself. And for five years, I was craving to learn more, to learn more self-healing techniques, to learn how to manifest, just to change my life. Especially during that time, my divorce, because I realized my right hand <laughs> was related to um, stuckness in my marriage. I had to end this marriage. I went through serious depression and that time actually I opened my heart and my soul to healing and it really saved me. But for five years I had no intention to share it with anyone. <laughs> mm -hmm. And when you were growing up was there any kind of spirituality in your background or in your culture? So I'm originally Turkish. There's so much <laughs> spirituality in my culture, but not in my family uh, because uh, my mom is very spiritual, but they never wanted me to do this kind of thing. So I was raised in a very, very illogical way in the school system. So I always have to achieve. I always have to be successful. So that side of me was always shut down. Mm. I told my mother, I think I... I, after I built the six-figure business, because that time I'm still working at Amazon, right? So I told them, by the way, I'm also doing all these things. But I remember she was like, God, we did everything to stop. You were like this when you're three years old. <laughs> oh my gosh. So she had this, this perception of you that she also shut down because she wanted you to be safe and successful in in the world and that was what she saw study hard get good results get a good job yeah and I'm grateful for her because I built everything through my studies through my corporate career so it really really gave me different type of strength so I'm grateful to her but it was so funny to learn after working all these people yeah by the way when you were two years old <laughs> <laughs> amazing amazing I think quite often we can have people around us whose gifts are unrealized in the family so I know in my own family my mother was actually a healer and she didn't really talk about it but she studied and studied and studied later in life but never actually did it professionally and so it feels in some way I'm continuing that legacy yeah. by being out there and I wonder if those gifts were there are there in your mother but unrealized yeah actually the more I did healing on myself the more I overcome my fears my mother although I was only working on myself 
she really accepted this side of her more. She really started to help people more and actually practice those things more in her own way. And I'm so amazed to see how it also calmed her energy, how it also shifting her life. Mm, amazing. Amazing to witness. So there are some parallels in your journeys or your outlook and your way of thinking. So let's fast forward. So you've been on this huge healing journey, learning all these modalities. Um, tell me a bit about what started happening for you as you were doing this deep inner work on yourself. So the thing that I realized and I was amazed with deep healing, with any kind of healing modalities, is that it's always inner work. <laughs> when you do the inner shifts, external always shifts, always shifts. And I was amazed to see how my circumstances were changing. I managed to manifest a job in Europe and I am Turkish. So it was very hard because you don't have right to live and work in Europe unless you have a sponsor. So I applied for a job, Amazon moved me to Europe. I was like, oh my God, this is all I dreamed of. And I start working there. But that time, one of my friend's son got a brain tumor surgery and uh, he got in coma. He couldn't wake up. He was my first client, actually. <laughs> I couldn't say no to another mother. <laughs> Mothers are very dominant to my story. Mm -hmm. And I start doing this kind of healing sessions to him. And this is where people start to ask my help for different type of healing issues. And this is where I start to work with people. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So it just unfolded really organically for you. Yeah, yeah. I always believe that the universe sends us clients when we're ready. And sometimes we feel we're not ready and we'll try and sabotage our progress. But I always say that you won't be sent anyone you can't help. Yeah. And I'm probably I was so scared and not believing myself. My first clients were always people with... Um, tangible diseases that are seen by the doctors so their improvements really made me believe okay something is happening you know like it's not just me everybody yeah. can see it yeah you had this external proof yeah yeah amazing now at what point did you realize that actually this is kind of my purpose or my calling to help us others heal because we know that at this point you're still in your corporate job being very successful you moved to Europe, you're moving up the corporate ladder. At what point did you think, hold on a minute, I think there's something bigger here? Yeah, I think uh, I started to work with different people and I was really, really enjoying, but something was missing. It's like, okay, something is really, really not there. And that time, of course, you just attract your fears. That time, my boyfriend, now my husband, <laughs> Giovanni, he was like, okay, you're a healer yeah nobody would believe in this I think you work at Amazon you cannot just say people I hear voices it's very creepy why don't you become a coach and I was like yeah I should become a coach and I went to this coaching school in UK in London CTI coaching and I remember I was sitting there in the classroom I was trained by really really leadership coaches and in one of the coaches, I just told him my real story. I just told him why I am there. And I just did a very short reading. And he held my hands and he gave me a little crystal. That guy had 30 years of coaching experience, like 30 years of coaching experience. He kind of built that company. He told me, Gil, you know what? The world is ready. 
why don't you become a spiritual coach and, and show people that it's possible? You don't need to hide anymore. You can be a spiritual coach. And I was like, okay, I can be a spiritual coach. I have no idea what that is. <laughs> but I can help others because in my depression time through my divorce, I really, really felt, you know, rock bottom. I remember locking myself in the bathroom, crying my heart out, thinking even, you know, ending this life. I was like, I cannot handle such a pain anymore. And it was really hard for me to pull myself up from there. I'm very close to my family. The only thing I couldn't do it, I was always seeing my mom and dad. I was like, oh my God, it's going to kill them. If I kill myself, they're going to kill themselves. I cannot do it. So I was so open and desperate for help and I look for healers everywhere and it consumed me probably for five years I go one person after another one person after another until I learned the fact it's all about you you have to do the internal shifts yes people are your guys people are helping you but only you can change your life and you have to put the work this is what I teach to my clients is what I do and this is why I love working with you you're not selling me a pill you're not telling that oh I make you a six-figure business owner you're just telling I give you the tools and practices so that you can become one and this is why I apply for my healing modality I, I help you to see your blind spots but in dance is a choice to see and forgive them I cannot do it on your behalf mm, yes. I think I want to I want to spread this message because I want this girl crying on the bathroom looking for healers and healers after other spending all this money with no progress no tangible results always looking for the one to come and save me I just realized there's only one thing only we can save ourselves what was that process of really claiming back your power and realizing that you have to save yourself like so it was on one side very empowering on the other side very scary <laughs> I'm gonna be very honest because it is simple but not always easy <laughs> because you have to look back what happened and you have to learn to forgive and forgiving some people it's really hard <laughs> you don't want to forgive them <laughs> it yeah. is really really hard and it takes time and on that journey I realized that, okay I don't need to forgive everyone with the same methods yeah. because it's not it's not working that way uh, it was very empowering but I always say when you realize what you are capable of you never fall the same so I still have issues. I still have, we work together in our tribe journey. You see, I still have issue of unworthiness. I'm still scared of many things. But now I know it's all within me. I can shift and transform. So I want to share this transformation. I want to share this transformation to people that they can really heal themselves. So there is no easy fix. We're not going to be healed from everything <laughs> you just understand life is a journey and i can handle things one by one and from all the struggles i can thrive and i can learn from struggles and evolve mm -hmm. so the one thing they learn is that they can transform yeah and i love that you shared you know that you can work on things one at a time because i think when you're coming from a place of rock bottom it can be overwhelming and you shared like, you know, my marriage isn't working. Maybe the job isn't fulfilling for someone. Maybe they're not living in the right place. Maybe they have health issues and not, you know, you can be experiencing multiple things at once. 
Yeah, totally. It's just knowing that it's possible because the other one staying there is not helping anyone. <laughs> Yeah. You need to start from somewhere. I love Rumi. Rumi is my biggest spiritual, uh, poet, but it's my biggest spiritual teacher, I would say. I read all his books, like spiritual teachings. He always said, your task is to not to look for love or search for love. It is to find the barriers within you that stops love to come to you. <laughs> mm-hmm. So this is actually what I really believe we always crave for love or abundance or success we always want these external things I am as well (laughs) so I'm also like this but we just need to learn that we can unlock the things within us that is stopping us to have all those so at what point well I guess did you ever envisage that you'd create a business from your healing no actually I didn't I didn't see this coming I think last I would say last three years, really, everything shifted for me. Mm. What was the point at which it shifted? What changed? So I started to do coaching, but I also realized, okay, but I cannot just ask questions because I'm hearing. I'm very clear audience, so I can hear mm-hmm. things when I do sessions with people. Then I also realized, okay, this is really not working for me. I cannot do business coaching. But I start to combine both. This is actually, I was working with people and really uh, getting good results. So I had so much references and the business started to grow by itself. But I really didn't know what to do that time. And that time I started the Thrive Journey. So the Thrive, this program, Thrive Journey, helped me to see it as a business. Because for me, I was already working a full-time job at a very demanding global corporate company called Amazon. I was in a full-time job. And at the, after 9 p.m., because I was working very late hours, I was doing sessions and all the weekends. And I realized my clients were keep sending me referrals, but I have nothing. I don't have a website. I have nothing. I was just, you know, kind of word of mouth. And when I started the track journey, I realized... Oh my God, it can be a business. (laughs) People are making it as a business. I was just doing because it was my hobby and I was just, I love healing. I love healing. It's what I go to sleep with. This is what I read about. This is what I'm obsessed about. And for the first time I see other women and I was like, oh my God, there's a possibility of creating a business from what I love and what I care and what is my purpose. What do you love about healing? Uh, I or love about your work? Yeah. What, what I love is, you know, like the uh, metaphor of like a butterfly. <laughs> yes, there are struggles. Look, I, mean, I don't want to paint like life is always sunshine and etc. When you go through a divorce, it is horrible. <laughs> when you wanted that promotion and you cannot get promoted, it is horrible. When you attract a toxic friend, yes, it is really, really horrible. And we are all tested with those struggles. But what I love about healing, when you realize it's always the inner work and you can really transform it, you can really change it, you can really manifest your heart's desire, it blows my mind. So I think this is what I love about healing. It's it's you're you're not the creator, of course, there's the creator, but you're also kind of co-creator what you always say Paul you always say we're the co-creators of our life this is what I love about healing Mm. 
Absolutely. I'm curious, as we talk about being a co-creator, do you have any creative channels for expression in your life? In uh, like art, drawing, writing, painting, dancing, is anything you're called to express yourself through? For me, it's writing. Writing. For me, it's writing. I write every week newsletters and I really tune into energy and I just write, okay, what I'm feeling this week. And I get so much replies, people saying, oh my God, it resonated with me so much. Oh my God, I cannot believe you said I was feeling the same things. I really just channel and write and it really, really helped me to express myself. So when's the book coming? <laughs> Good question. <laughs> I think soon. <laughs> yeah. Do you feel called to create one now? Or you think it'll be in the future? I think in the very near future. Yeah. Beautiful. I can't wait to read it. <laughs> How exciting. Now, I touched briefly on that expression of feminine energy, which you love to do through writing. And yeah. your latest course actually focuses on helping women reconnect to their feminine energy. Yeah. Can you tell, tell us a bit about the story behind this? Yeah. It is called Embrace, Heal at the Divine Feminine. And the reason I did it, so... I was on the ceiling journey for almost nine years and two years ago. So uh, when I I got married again <laughs> to a soulmate, to a really, really compatible soulmate, I thought I was like, oh my God, you know, I created this successful uh, healing business. I changed my corporate work to part-time. I married this beautiful man. I'm like, oh my God, it's amazing. <laughs> but then I get a call from my gynecologist. And he said, Gül, uh, your last summary result is not so good. Can you come for a biopsy? And I was so shocked. I was like, oh, my God. You know, the ego kicks in. I work on myself so much. How is it possible? Mm -hmm. And I went to the doctor and he said, there's some things that are not normal. I need to get a little operation. And I know I don't want the operation unless I have to. If I have to, of course. But I was not. So I said, okay. Give me some time. I'm just going to go for a journey. And that time I realized the healing of feminine is a bit different. I need to add the body parts as well, the embodiment. So I created a journey for myself, very intense six months. And I told all my clients, I'm testing things. Can we work together as well? So there is amazing woman. And they really, really gave me permission to test the techniques on them. <laughs> Mm -hmm. so we we did it together actually after uh working with so many women it's been two years now on this feminine issue i just came to a point there's so many similarities there's so many patterns i can create healing through it which which can go to many women at once i can create recordings i can create different healing modalities so this is how this course is actually born did you have a successful healing? You had the this negative results on your cells. Yeah, yeah, I didn't get the operation. So for now, I didn't get the operation, the good news. <laughs> yeah, 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 I didn't get the operation. No, no, no. Yeah. What would you say one of the biggest things you learned along that journey was? The biggest thing is actually sometimes our ego, because my first reaction is like, what? <laughs> Why? I, I did so much healing on myself. I, I achieved so much. I really worked on it. Why is happening now? Instead of seeing it, okay, it's happening now for a reason. What I'm learning through my struggle, because we really learn a lot from our struggles. And so just 
how we want to see them. You can either sit and cry, you know, oh, poor me, what's happening to me? Or you can choose, okay, <laughs> this is happening. What, I'm, what, what can I create from it? Yeah, yeah. It's stepping into that place of empowerment. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. And thank you for sharing so vulnerably your journey. I think anybody who is a professional helper or healer in any way will resonate with that feeling of like, why me? I've done so much work. I've cleared so much. I know I definitely can resonate with that. Like, what? No, really? <laughs> There's something else to heal? People no. say to me, you know, will it ever stop, Polly? And I'm like, well, no. Once you're done, you will pass on. Yeah. That's when your healing is complete for this lifetime. Yeah, this <laughs> is why I love lifetime. your podcast. Like in your podcast, you always share what's happening with you in that week, your struggles, your issues. And I really love it because it's so real. Uh, it's not like, oh my God, I created this seven-figure business because I'm perfect. It's coming from, okay, this week this happened. My neighbor did that, you know. <laughs> I got really triggered. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I, you know, like you, I believe that we can be in a position to facilitate others' healing whilst also being a work in progress. Yeah. And the two can run simultaneously. You're also doing workshops in corporate. And I've got to say... Having, having worked with Gull on and off over the last four years, but quite extensively, the fact that you actually grew this incredibly successful business along working full time, learning a new language, getting married, gaining some new citizenship, traveling extensively like I could go on. I mean, oh, I, how you do it, I don't know. <laughs> Running, creating a new business alone can easily be a full time job. But how did you do it? <laughs> How did you manage to like do so many different things simultaneously? That's my question. Yeah. So the thing is, I think because I really don't like to be stuck. So this is why my niche is to help people not to stay stuck. And I really don't like it myself as well. So it's all about when I'm stuck somewhere. I, I cannot stay there. And I immediately go, okay, how can I move? How can I move? How can I move? And I realized the one thing, the biggest tip I would say is to have some teachings or some methodologies that really help you. For example, for me, walking in the forest and journaling are like the key. They help me the most. Whenever I'm confused, whenever I don't have energy, when I'm, I'm like, oh my God, how I'm going to do it? I go for a forest walk. <laughs> Yeah. It really, really helps me. It immediately takes me, it helps me to ground. It helps me more than meditation, to be honest. It really just sets the tone for me. And the second thing is when I write. When I write, I can see clearly, I can feel clearly, I can understand clearly. So whatever is helping you to cleanse your energy and to balance yourself, you need to put it onto your daily practice. And it's different for everyone. Yeah, yeah. And I assume that part of what you do is help people discover what yeah. these tools are for them. Yeah, and it's really different for everyone. Yeah. So sticking consistently to these tools, but also this pull not to stay stuck, this helped you to keep moving forwards and growing and doing all these different things. Yeah. And of course, inner work. <laughs> inner work never ends. <laughs> So, yeah, let's talk about the inner work. What old beliefs did you have to let go of or transform to create this incredible result in your business? 
I think the biggest one for me is when we worked in the tribe journey was to approval and approval from others, like showing others that I need to hear from others that it's good. So it was one of my biggest blocks. I was so dependent on what others think, what others say about my success, what others see me, how I'm perceived. It was really, really blocking me. Where do you think that came from, that pattern for you? Definitely, this is from my culture. (laughs) (laughs) This one I owe to my mom. (laughs) It's like, what others think, you always need to be proper. So you don't let others to say bad about you. You need to be proper. It's like there's so much pride, but there's so much uh, pressure on the woman in my society. Yeah. And sadly, I think this is common in many other countries and cultures. Yeah, I figured it out. I thought it was a very, very Islamic belief, but I realized on my journey, no, actually, I had Buddhist clients, they have the same. Mm-hmm. I had Orthodox clients, they have the same. So for a very long time, I blamed my mother and uh, my geography. Then I made peace with it, with my roots, because I realized, uh, no, it is for women everywhere. Yeah, yeah, incredibly common, incredibly common. So... I've witnessed you creating this business and I've witnessed you leaning in again and again when these fears come up, when these blocks come up. How important was the support that you received in Thrive Beautifully in helping you grow your business? I think it was massive, Polly. It was massive. I need to really put it there because especially in terms of business, you need accountability. (laughs) Because Doing nothing is easy for everyone. (laughs) It's not just for you, listener, for everyone, believe me. Watching Netflix and doing nothing is easy for everyone. So when you need to take business actions, you really need accountability. This is what I realized. It is one thing to say, I'm going to do it. Another another thing is really doing it. I think it helped me massively because it kept me accountable. This is the one thing. Second thing, it showed me what is possible because I was in my small world. I was just, I was in a corporate. The people around me were corporates. But when I joined Tribe, there were photographers, there are yoga teachers, there are the business coaches, there are somebody's making hat and making tea. You know, they're all different types of businesses, different business owners. And they all have different issues. It really opened my eyes to a different world to see what is possible. Mm. How does the energy work that we do in Thrive? Obviously, you're a healer, so you have the ability to do energy work on yourself. And it's also what you do for others so powerfully. And it's a part of the mastermind. How did the energy work that we do help you make this transformation and move forwards? I think it, it, it really helped because there is, for, there is no end <laughs> to work on yourself. <laughs> so this is why I think it really, really helped. And sometimes we all have blind spots. So you're a healer or you're a coach. It doesn't mean that you don't have these blind spots because then you're a human like everyone. It really helped me to see some of my blind spots so I can do healing on them. Mm. And sometimes even when listening to someone's questions or someone else's story, it immediately was like, oh, I think I have this as well. <laughs> okay, take a note and you can work on it. Even just even that simple thing can open many doors for your own transformation. Yeah, I love that you shared that because I think that's one of the benefits of group work. 
And as you know, lots of people in Thrive are looking at how do I work with groups? How do I take my work out? Will it work? Uh, when they're used to working one-on-one. And I think one of the great advantages of a group is that you learn from others, from their questions and their struggles and their challenges, and it opens up something in you. Yeah, yeah. And I'm coming from a business background, right? So that part of me is still there. I'm coming from a corporate background and I love working with corporates. I still love doing workshops there. I don't know if my story is a bit weird because I didn't leave corporate because I didn't like, I didn't like, I had, I was Mm -hmm. burned out. Just the other one was growing so much I had to pick. But I really love working there. So what I liked about Thrive, it is so well organized, (laughs) Like a corporate setting, it's really, really well organized. The modules, the teachings are super well organized, but at the same time, it is very diverse. So you're not just working with just healers or just yoga teachers, or you have all type of women with all type of businesses. And it was very, very important for me to see these different perspectives. Oh, that's so interesting to hear because it's something that I think, like, I, I love variety, <laughs> I don't like being bored. I like constantly like you. I've got a thirst for learning. And when I was thinking about running a mastermind, because it makes sense in a way to help all coaches or all healers. And I thought, I'm going to get so bored. (laughs) And I want to learn from other people and different ways of doing things. And I want it to be like a melting pot of different ways of thinking. And and so it became really clear that we needed to have a mix of businesses and that's what was going to keep me alive and passionate, but also pollinate and then fertilize the group. So it's amazing to hear that that's one of the things that you've enjoyed. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because there are so many programs right now helping healers in order to build their businesses. And I I, I just, I, I couldn't do that because it was for me, I also need variety and I want to learn from different women to see what is possible. So it was really this part I really like about Thrive. What do you most love about running your own online business or being a digital entrepreneur? I think... I don't know how to explain it, but after my sessions, after I work with people, first 10 minutes when I get out of the room, uh, my husband, Joanne, always says, you're like an angel first 10 minutes, but then you go back to normal you. (laughs) 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 Only 10 minutes. 10 minutes you're in the house like, oh, I love everything. And after 10 minutes, why did you put this here? (laughs) (laughs) So it, it has been at least so 10 good minutes, but I really, really love when I see that people know that they have choices. It always reminds me that little, not little, I was not little at that time, but it always reminds me, uh, I was pretty young in my first marriage, that girl who thinks she's trapped, who had no choice, is a huge failure if she gets divorced, how dare she can do this to the family name. I, I just see that girl, that woman and tell her, look, it was possible you did it and now you're teaching others to do it you're you're inspiring them to do it and at every session when people realize it's possible i kind of see myself on that bathroom floor yeah and i just want to honor you've really been on a huge journey you've really overcome so much in your own life thank you it's a work in progress though (laughs) It is, and also there's a space to honour the strength, the determination, the resilience that you had. 
because you had a perfectly good job and it would have been way easier to stay in that job. You could have stayed in a socially acceptable marriage, kept the peace. There's many different choices you could have made along your journey. Yeah. And you made what at times must have been very difficult decisions that have ultimately resulted in your freedom, but now your ability to lead and transform others and help others create transformation. Yeah, thank you. What's next for you? So what is next is actually, I'm super, super interested. I'm super excited to share this feminine energy course with people and I also working on to bring this to corporates because there is also feminine energy is also needed a lot a lot in the corporate world mm. so the next year for me is how can I bring it to the corporate world how can I bring to the course I'm planning to launch it a couple of times next year this is what is next for me I guess and I of course love working with my one-to-ones it's, it's my I love it If we could wave a magic wand and just create something incredible here right now, what would you create? Amazing, amazing question, Polly. Immediately my eyes are like, oh my God, where should I go? I think what I would like to create is, is just I see myself waking up, looking at the beautiful, beautiful water. I'm living in Luxembourg right now, so there's no water, sea, lake or anything right now <laughs> where I live. <laughs> But I see myself waking up to seeing this beautiful water, a lake or the sea, the beautiful mountains. And I just look back to my partner and just know that it's possible to create the life I want. And in terms of business, I really, really want more people to feel worthy and love themselves. What a beautiful intention. So where can they start on this journey of loving themselves with you? Where do they start? I know you've got something that people can sign up for. Yeah, so in September, we're starting the Feminine Energy, Embrace, Heal and Embody Divine Feminine. This is one way of working with me. Every month I have full moon meditation. It's completely free on the full moon night. We gather together and we do a meditation. And I also work one-to-one with people. So So we'll put links in the show notes. So you would like to connect more with Gold, discover all of her gorgeous resources, then you can just click on the link in the show notes for this episode. Oh, I just, it's been such a pleasure being in conversation with you today. I think the work that you do in the world is so needed and it's so inspiring. And I can't wait to see you take it to more and more people. It's a pleasure supporting you. Thank yes. you. Thank you, Paula. The same. It was it was a very eye-opening journey to work with you. And I always say everyone, so my clients always tell about me, is obsessed with healing. This is what I breathe. They know. They always say she's obsessed with healing. Uh, on the way, she also helps you. And the reason I like to work with you, I know <laughs> you're really, you're really, really obsessed with the topic of abundance. And this mm-hmm. is what what you are obsessed, right? We all have our, our niche or obsession. So this is why I'm so happy 
to work with you because I know <laughs> the more you grow, the more you learn new things, the more you bring it to your clients. Yeah, exactly. And I think the question we have to end with is what is true abundance for you, Gore? So true abundance for me is be able to pay and do what I really want to do at that time. It can be maybe I want a beautiful holiday that time. I just want to be able to pay and go to that beautiful holiday. In terms of health as well. So in order to go holiday, you need to be healthy. In terms of money, it's true. You need money to do those things. In terms of relationship, I want to go holiday with the person I want to go with. So for me, true abundance is just being able to do what your heart desires. Beautiful. Thank you so much for bringing your wisdom to the show. I'm excited to continue co-creating with you. Yeah. <laughs> and I wish you all the best on your journey. Thank you. Thank you. The best days are yet to come. <laughs> Hello, and thank you for listening to today's episode. If you are curious to know more about Thrive Beautifully, the mastermind that Gul is a current member of and which has supported her to create her six-figure healing business, then I invite you to go to thrivebeautifully.com. This is the last time I'll be opening the doors to join the mastermind in 2022. Enrollment closes on the 5th of August for a September start. Thrive Beautifully offers a high level of accountability and support to make those inner and outer shifts and create a successful business. It's a mixture of deep inner healing and business development, and it's a place to be supported in moving past your fears and wounds and into your confidence, clarity, strength, power and gifts. It's an environment that fosters inspiration and possibility with a proven track record of creating amazing results. So this is actually the last episode of season one. Season one came in at an incredible 74 episodes nonstop. And it is time to take a sacred pause. We will be taking the month of August off and coming back to you in September. Consistency was something I used to be really bad at. And one of the things that most scared me about starting this podcast was how I would manage to show up every single week and create a new episode and everything that involves coming up with the idea or finding the guest doing the editing, writing all the marketing materials, doing the production and showing up no matter what, no matter what was going on in my life, no matter what dramas, disasters, losses, sadness, grief, no matter how much was going on. I knew that when I began this podcast, it would mean making the commitment to show up for myself and for you and for my mission in the world every single week. It was a daunting task and it took me a while to get going and to actually launch this. But when I did, I have loved doing it for you. And I know that 
so many of you have been inspired by the guests and the solo episodes. So many of you have grown and developed through the show. So if you've enjoyed it and it's helped you in some small or large way, the best way to thank me is to leave a review on Apple iTunes. Thank you so much to everyone listening that has already done this. And if you haven't yet had chance to write a review, please do take a moment to do so. It would mean the world to me. I'm offering a free copy of my biggest month ever meditation to anyone that sends a screenshot of their review to my team at support at pollyalexander.com. If you are listening on Spotify, they don't allow you to leave a review yet, but you can leave a five-star rating. So it's time to wrap up, my friends. I have loved being with you over the last year and a half. I've overcome so many of my own personal blocks and I celebrate everything you've overcome along this journey as well. I'm here for you. Hello to everybody whose paths have already crossed and welcome to anybody that is just discovering this world. I toast to a wildly abundant summer, to soaking up the glory of nature, the sunshine, the sea and the sand. I toast to new beginnings and peaceful endings, to moving past everything that holds you back and into experiencing all the joy and love that life has to offer. With so much love for a wildly abundant month, And I'll see you back here in September. Bye for now.